This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I feel like I've uh, ingested a blinking star and I'm just zooming all over the oh, place, no. felling too- all my enemies that come in the way, uh, that, that, that cross my path. That sounds like a PCP or angel dust. Tom? You, you think you're invincible. I am invincible mm-hmm. for a short period. <laughs> right. And, and the music speeds up. And, uh, but you can still fall down an endless chasm and die. That's true. I always thought that was BS. Well, what should have happened? They would just like spit them back out? I thought like maybe you just run over it. That, that's stupid. <laughs> this week we're talking about the Super Mario Brothers yeah. uh, franchise. Okay. We're going to get right into it. Mm-hmm. Tom, there's a movie out. Yes. Out now in theaters. Uh-huh. This is not SpawnCon. <laughs> right. Um, are you going to see the Super Mar- Mario Mario? Okay. We're going to have to talk about that, yeah, too. Yeah, we're going to have to talk uh, about <laughs> I do not currently have plans to see it, but I would very much like to see it. I'm probably going to uh, take my niece to go see it, and that okay. will be a good excuse for me to see it. Your niece is four years old? Four years old. Does she Is she aware of the characters? I don't Mario, know. Mario, I think Luigi. I think during Christmas, uh, I saw like a Mario toy mm-hmm. uh, that she got for Christmas. I was like, "Oh, look at oh, this! Yours!" And she like, gave me some. I don't know, like deflecting answer. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give me a straight answer on it. But do you she, think she thought like it was someone she should know? Maybe. I mean, but mm. I was gonna say like she. I think four years old is the age where it kind of doesn't matter if you like know something or not. Like you can just immediately get like I talked to her the other day and she was watching Ninja Turtles for the first time. And she was like, this is my favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) That happened to me. uh, 89. So I was like seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the Simpsons debuted. Remember, like they started the Simpsons with like the Simpsons Christmas special. They called it or something. Yeah. And I, I was like. Huh. I was I I wasn't a Tracy Ullman show like, fan. Huh, maybe I'll make this part of my personality. Yeah, and I was just like <laughs> for the oh, next these, forty years. This seems like uh, a like a franchise or something. Like I yeah. was already like I can get in on the ground I'm, floor. I'm with bought it. into this whole franchise. Like it seemed like it existed already to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah I've seen these yellow folks somewhere. My parents were big uh, fans of the Tracy Ullman show. Really? So I always saw it, and I I remember like seeing the Simpson shorts all the time in there. Weird. Yeah. Those uh, Simpsons shorts. Much more crudely bad. animated. Yeah, and uh, not funny at no, all. No, and just like kind of violent a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of them just ended with like Homer strangling Bart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't have plans to see it yet, but I hope to see it. I'm probably not going to see it this weekend, opening weekend, but uh, maybe next weekend. If you do see it, mm-hmm. are you? do you plan to be a man in his 40s uh, talking crap on the internet about a children's <laughs> movie? Yeah. No, which I've seen a lot of that art. Yeah. So that's it's weird to me. I've seen a lot of the reviews like right now on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at like 50%. Um which is weird cuz I feel like the first few reviews I saw were from nerds online, like you know, people I follow on social media that were like, "All right, the embargo's down. I can say I saw this movie. I saw it. It's great. It's fantastic. Take your kids. They're going to love it." Uh, and then in the days since now, all of a sudden there's like a bunch of people that are like, this is just garbage. It's a garbage movie. Yeah. Our generation has trouble grasping that the things that we loved as Mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. 
are we're, are and always have been made for kids, made for children. Right. So like while while it's very special to you as a child and it, it was very special to you as a child and very special to you now as for nostalgic purposes, mm-hmm. they're not going to change it and be like Mario drinks beer and has sex <laughs> oh, with Peach wait. now. Wait, is that what you saw people saying they wanted? No, but like, yeah, people are like, people are like, the story's too simplistic. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. It's like, what, what, what do you want? Do you do you want a Charlie Kaufman movie star, starring th- th- Luigi? Yeah, I feel like that's that's maybe the criticism that I've seen that there's not much story. And my feeling is, I don't know if there's any story at all. That's a lot more than <laughs> most of the video games had. Yeah. It's fine because also, like, I as as somebody that grew up with these characters, I don't want them change. I don't want them changing things in order to like fill an hour and a half, two hour long movie when they realize, like, uh, you know, th- there's not enough here. We got a, a Mario's divorced and his <laughs> ex-wife is in the movie so we can have that be a, a B-plot or whatever. Yeah, or we, we need more uh, you know, character backstory here. So yeah. we're going to, I don't know, it would be cool to see baby Mario and baby Luigi in the crib. They they might have some of that in the movie. Shaking a rattle. Know. Yeah, they might have that stuff. Like red onesie and a green onesie. Yeah. I mean, it looked like from from what I saw in the commercials and the trailers and stuff um, that they they seem to have done like a really good job incorporating a ton of different stuff from different games. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like there's stuff. Hey, Tom. What? I know what you mean. There, there's stuff from Luigi's Mansion in there. They've got Mario Kart in there. It's not just like, oh, here's the story from Super Mario Brothers 1. Right. And that's it. We're saving the rest for the sequels. It's like, no, no, no. People, like a lot of people only know Mario from Mario Kart. So we got to right. have a scene where they're racing go-karts. Yeah. And that's fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to talk about the movie. Neither of us <laughs> have seen it. Yeah. And also- you know they're they're video games. Come yeah. on, guys! They're video well, games and a cartoon show and a really weird movie from 1993. Well, I, The Last of Us was a video game, Tim, and they made that into a a, a, a best viewed show. A, oh, a best viewed show! <laughs> One of the best viewed shows on television. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they turned that. I don't think the fact that it's a video game. N- but the fact that it's a very simplistic video no, game. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's where when you're talking about like, no, this movie will have a scene from this video game and a scene from this video. It's like, yeah, okay, that's what Yeah, I, I want a bunch of scenes where I can scream at the, the at the screen and point, I know that. I want one of the characters to I, die and for it to be <laughs> final. I just really want to impress my niece. She's like, oh, wow, you're, you are pretty familiar with the Luigi's Mansion <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this week we're talking about the Mario Brothers franchise. All right. We grew up uh-huh. saying Mario, yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. In college, freshman mm-hmm. year, playing Mario Kart 64, mm-hmm. is that, does that track? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Everybody from my floor, mm-hmm. Mario, Tim, what's wrong? It's Mario. Yeah, same thing with me in college. And I felt the peer pressure. I feel like freshman year of college did not prepare us for that. No, Uh, yeah, uh, there's my major complaint about. uh, Once you guys start schooling, once you guys start meeting people from other states, you're going to find that they say Mario different. In freshman year, Mm -hmm. your floor mates in your dorm. Say ganging up like that, you're in a very vulnerable position. Right. Yeah, they to know this where you day, live. I say Mario, and I know it's wrong. <laughs> he doesn't say it's a me, Mario. That's always been what I pointed to. Yeah, it's a me, Mario. Yeah. So you know what? From here on out, Mario. If you're, if you're a Mario person and you're offended by the yeah. way that we pronounce Mario, yeah, Go take to a hike. Yeah, go to World Eight Four. Oh, and just jump in that and just jump lava. in the fucking lava. Yeah, or run into one of those fire poles that that goes around, or hit the road, Rainbow Road, and drive off the side when it doesn't have one of those <laughs> bumpers on it. Yeah, that was a that was a hard one. Yeah, it really was. Um, my the thing I always pointed to was, look, I I have a New York accent, 
where what state in the country you think the most actual men named Mario live? <laughs> in New York. Yeah. So it's uh, am I mistaken mm-hmm. that uh the at, at points Mario was described as a, a Brooklyn plumber? Yeah, certainly. So as you alluded to, uh the this is not the first uh what would you call the supplemental media for Mario Brothers. Because there was a cartoon slash live action TV show called the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And that indeed, I they were specific that they were in Brooklyn. It was uh, Captain Lou Albano as Mario. Right. And some other guys, Luigi. Some string bean. Yeah, some string bean guys, Luigi. And uh, it was just like, I, don't, I think everything was filmed in that one, on that one set. Oh, I'm sure. In yeah. like an afternoon. Because yeah. there was just a wraparound for, for, the, for the cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. yeah, it was like somebody did the math on how much it costs to make a cartoon and how much it costs to get Captain Lou Albano in the studio for, for a few days. And they were like, all right, here's, here's how this show is going to work. This is the cheapest way to make the show. We're going to have an eight-minute cartoon and a four-minute live-action <laughs> sketch. And then we're going to show, uh, they had like the Zelda cartoons too sometimes. Yeah, I, those never held my attention. I'm not a fantasy guy. Yeah, I think that was on Fridays that it would be Zelda. And uh, same thing, I remember being like, nah, I want more Mario. I'm not real interested in Zelda. Especially at, well, that version of Zelda, it was like a real dumb, like even people that are into Zelda, I don't think are into like that cartoon. Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever watched it. Um. But there were two previous Super Mario Brothers movies. Two, 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 two. two yeah. There was uh, Super Mario Brothers. So the new one, by the way, is called the Super Mario Brothers movie. Right. But there already is a movie that's just called Super Mario Brothers, starring Bob Hoskins and uh, John, John Leguizamo. And uh, but then there is also a anime movie called Super Mario Brothers. The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach, hmm. uh, which interestingly, if anybody's dying to see this, yeah, it's like somebody restored it, like it did a 4K restoration of it from seemingly the only like film print left, mm-hmm. and uh, it's on uh, Internet Archive. Yeah. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it. It's an hour long, so that's good. But I feel like the fact that I've never really... I, I feel like I've heard about it throughout the years, but never anything like, oh, it's so great. You got to see it. What what year is this? It's. I want to say it's like 86. No, it was, what year is this? Right now, it's yeah. 2023. Okay. Um, I, I think it's 86. Like It seems like the kind of thing that was made to capitalize on the... Yeah, 1986 on the like pretty recent success of uh Super Mario Bros. Yeah, Brothers. let's take a step back. Okay. The the real okay, you're going to don't quibble here. Uh-huh. The real kind of uh, main text for everything uh-huh. is the 1985 video game Super Mario Brothers. Yes. I know that Mario appeared as Jumpman in, in, in Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong and mm-hmm. then there was Mario Brothers the game. Right. Which sucked. Nah, it was good. I had that for... Should we get into the video game consoles I had as a kid and the huge mistake I made? Well, Tom, there were two households. Uh-huh. There were Nintendo no, no, households. No, this isn't even that. And then there's Sega households. And then there's actually a third, <laughs> Scumbag House. <laughs> That's when you had both Nintendo and Sega. And... The cherry on top, if you had any of the other weird ones, TurboGrafx-16, Neo Geo. That that one was crazy expensive. Um, Although I do remember seeing like a box for Neo Geo by the... the baseball fields one day and I like tried to convince my parents to like pull over. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you knew what the box to Neo Geo. No, I mean, it said like Neo Geo on it. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? Who got like a Neo? Yeah, Neo- but like you're in a moving car <laughs> and you had just like Neo Geo Dar. That like, you're like, there it is. It was a big ass box. Yeah. Neo Geo was the system in the 80s and 90s that was identical there was an arcade neo geo 
that had games, mostly fighting games, but like insane graphics. And you could buy a Neo Geo. The system, I don't know how much the system was. System was very expensive, but the games were like hundreds of dollars each uh to buy i think because of like the memory on them like it it just stored a lot more than super nintendo or genesis did at the time yeah so somebody oh, li- who lived near the baseball fields was a regular freaking ricky schroeder and silver spoon yeah right? and then threw the box on the baseball field it's power move it, it really is i would have kept that box yeah probably worth a lot of money now probably worth a lot of money if my parents had pulled over and i grabbed that box mm. and held on to it for 35 years. Seems like you've been holding on to something for 35 <laughs> years. Um, uh, oh, but w- what I was going to say was the first video game system I had was an Atari 7800, I think was wow. what it was called. How and, old are you? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I remember like I was young and I was old enough that I desperately wanted video game system. Like anytime I, I saw an arcade game, I was a gigantic pain in the ass. I just want to play it. So I wanted a home thing. So I was old enough for that, but not old enough to realize like, Oh, the system you get, uh, determines like what games you can play. Right. So I remember there was a commercial for the Atari 7,800 that was like the Atari 7,800 is basically a Nintendo. (laughs) It's just as good. And it's only 50 bucks. Right. So I, I told my parents like, yeah, give me that one. And I think it was 50 bucks because, like, you know, they were getting rid of them. It was like they probably stopped making them years ago. Uh, But that did have the Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, just regular Mario Brothers, where it's one screen and it kind of looks like Donkey Kong. There's, Mm -hmm. like, platforms and bad guys come out of the pipes, but you have to knock them from underneath and then kick them and you're playing against the other guy. It's not a bad game, but it, it's not Super Mario Brothers. No. That Super was doing a lot of work. That Super really improved things. What a rich world that Super made it. Yeah. Yeah, because this had like a black background. It was like they were just kind of in the void mm. doing all this. And Super Mario Brothers had a blue background with clouds. <laughs> exactly. Clouds. Did you know the clouds were the same thing as the uh, the shrubs? Just uh, white instead of green. Oh, and in the sky, I guess. And in the sky. Wow. It's one of those things where if you go back and look at it now, you're, you'll be like, how did I never realize there's only like five things on the screen? How did I not realize these two things were the same? Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, Tom, mm-hmm. first Super Mario, good. Yeah. I never, like, I was too young to get past, like, the first couple levels, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because I wasn't a kid that was, A, good at video games, or be uh, persistent enough to like try something that I wasn't immediately yeah, good I, at. You were an uncoordinated quitter as a kid. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so my real coming of age with with the franchise was Super Mario Three. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Super that was Nintendo, a big one, right? No, 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 no. That no, was regular Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mario World. I yeah. remember the first Super Mario Brothers. Like, not really playing that often. My neighbor eventually got a Nintendo, but it was, like, later. I I think... I don't know if I, like, had a Genesis by then. You had them all eventually, But But he had had a Nintendo, he had Super Mario Brothers, and some space game that made no sense that we couldn't figure out how to play. (laughs) So we would just play Super Mario Brothers. Nintendo was weird that sometimes there was just a game that would be impenetrable. (laughs) And you're just like, and like, you'd be at somebody's house, and you'd be like, what is this game? I've never heard of it. It's like, don't even put, don't even bother (laughs) with that game. We've tried to figure it out. I remember like... It cost my parents $60. They gave it to me on Christmas morning. I tried it a few times. It didn't stick. Yeah. It cost them $60, which is like $150 today. Um, I remember us like going going over the manual like page by page. Literally just could not figure out what you were supposed to do. We wouldn't die. We wouldn't do anything. You were just a spaceship. It was like a first-person view. And space was outside. <laughs> Maybe it was just uh, like <laughs> that's kind of enjoy the like. splendors of of the universe. So it was just blackness with some white dots for stars, mm. and that was it. Yeah, that was well, the in whole 1987, game. Nineteen eighty-seven, Tom. That was pretty. Uh, let me tell you, uh, that, that got your motor running. I feel like a year or two ago, I woke up in a cold sweat, going, "Did we try pressing the select button though?" <laughs> 
Because sometimes you had to, you almost never had to use the select button. No, the button. select button in the actual gameplay. Oh, awful when they yeah, would do that. Yeah, that's awful. Very design. rare, but. Yeah. We had to have tried that. <laughs> I mean, there were four buttons on the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but that that was my most of my experience with Super Mario Brothers 1. Super Mario Brothers 2, I remember this kid Shane had. And that I would, just confused the hell out of me. Because, it, because Super Mario Brothers 2, the real Super Mario Brothers 2, came out in Japan on the Famicom disk drive. It was a disk drive. That you attach to your Famicom, which was the the Japanese Nintendo Entertainment System. And the reason they came out with that was, you know, of course, Nintendo was huge in Japan. But, like, uh, cartridges were very expensive because of the memory that was on them. So they were like, oh, why don't we just, like, make it disk drive? Like, discs are super cheap. So they did that. Uh, and it was pretty popular in Japan, but they never even tried to, like, make it in the U.S. So anyway, they made a game, Super Mario Brothers 2. I almost identical like graphics wise and everything. The Japanese thought we weren't too, we weren't smart enough to attach a disk drive. Well, I think they thought we weren't going to spend the money on like another attachment yeah. for this thing. Remember in the nineties when everybody's like oh, those Japanese. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like every movie uh, yeah, that came like, out, oh, was they're like, so clever. They're going to rule the world and yeah. steamroll. They're us. laughing at us. You yeah. know what? These Japanese, they're laughing at us. Um, well, I think the other thing with the Famicom disc system was like the discs were ch- way cheaper to manufacture. So games were cheaper. So I think it probably was like you go to the store and be like, oh, I can see. Yeah, I have to pay, I don't know, a hundred bucks for this thing. Yes. But then <laughs> hundred yen. But then the games are cheaper. But they also had uh, like kiosks. I think it like the 7-Elevens there. Where you could bring, because it wasn't like a regular disc, of course. It was like a Nintendo one. But you could bring one, like a blank one, put it in and be and press the like touch screen. Like, okay, I want this game. And he would write it to that disc. And he'd be like, cool, now I have this game like as long as I want. But once I'm done with it, I can go back and erase that disc, get a new game. How the hell do you know all this? I'm... Like playground rumor in third grade. No, we'll get into playground my, rumors. My uncle works for Nintendo. We'll get into playground rumors. But I know this from like, uh, I was such a video game nerd as a kid. And I didn't even play video games that much. I was just like very interested in the industry. Yeah. So I learned a lot about that stuff. But then nowadays, like all this information is finally like out there. You're not just relying on... Uh, you know, magazines you get from goodies uh, once a month to, to learn about what's going on. But anyway, the Japanese, the reason why uh, Nintendo did not put the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2 out in America was because they thought uh, Americans would find the game too hard. Oh, the Japanese didn't think we were smart enough for Super Mario yeah. 2, huh? Well, I think, I think the way they made the game was kind of the thoughts like, all right, you play Super Mario Brothers one, you beat that, and then you go play, you, then you go buy Super Mario Brothers two, and like that starts where you ended off. Like right. the first level is a little harder than the last level in Mario one, and it gets harder from yeah. there. So they took this game Doki Doki Panic and uh, changed all the graphics to make that Super Mario Brothers two in the U.S. Right when uh, you know I went to the. You ever go to a house, like mm-hmm. family, friends, mm-hmm. but you're not, you don't go there that often, so you don't know the that, kids yeah, that Yeah, that's well. where I played Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where I played it too. And I was like, <laughs> wait, the princess, you play as her and she flies? Like, this yeah. is this is off the rails, guys. This, this doesn't you're make like, any oh, sense. This is in, oh, they ruined it. They ruined <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Um. <laughs> a game that I could successfully get through one and a half levels of. Really? That game was easier. Oh, it did get hard. Because I, I, I don't think I ever beat that game as a kid. The first one? The second one. Oh, the second one I couldn't get past, you know, yeah. the first 30 seconds. No, the first one, it's like as soon as I went uh, it, underground, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes I can make those jumps. As soon as you went underground, you're like, oh, I guess I'm just stuck down here. Guess I'll die down here. Well, yeah, it was always just like, let me go hide in the corner. <laughs> and the time would run out. Yeah. They don't have timers in a lot of games anymore. 
Nah. That used to be a, a a big thing back then. I don't really know why. Just to add extra like challenge, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> well, I think also Also, people... like I think that might be the root of my anxiety. <laughs> the timer from Super yeah, Mario just Brothers. Being, like five years old and just being like, uh, I only I gotta get this seconds. Yeah, yeah. And they're not even seconds. Yeah, they're I think they're a little shorter than yeah. seconds, maybe. Um well, I guess also back then, like people were playing games together in person more. And as a kid, that was a great like, no, you can't just hog it forever. Yeah. There's a timer. If you don't finish the level, the timer will kill you. Tom, when mm-hmm. you got a one up. Yeah. What did that give you? An extra life. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Why? What did you think? Did, did you know people that would say, oh, yeah, you got an extra man? Oh, yeah. But then you wouldn't be like, how many men do you have left? You'd be like, how many lives do you have left? Yeah. Well, well Tim, I, I think <laughs> luckily the people like, who call that an extra man, they've gone by the wayside. <laughs> they were they were from two towns over. They're from Islip, Dub. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they like talk, talking about having extra men all the time. <laughs> uh, but Super Mario Brothers 3, that was the one that really blew the doors off. That yeah. was a cool game. That's still a cool game. Yeah, a lot more like Super Mario 1 yes. than 2. Yeah, yeah, because it was the same people making it again. Right. And it was a significant upgrade because now there were different power-ups. Uh, it wasn't just the uh, the fire flower. You had the uh, leaf that would give you the raccoon tail. Mm-hmm. You had the tanuki suit, which was kind of like the raccoon tail, but also you could turn into a statue, which like wasn't that yeah. useful. <laughs> The frog suit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the, the frog, frog suit. suit. I, I think that was only in like one or two levels. Yeah. Uh, the Hammer Brothers suit where you became a Hammer Brother. Boy, those that Hammer was Brothers, fun. Yeah. Hammer Brothers. Those those guys were. I bet they're in the movie. I, they better be. <laughs> um, but yeah, those guys. I hope hard. they got real brothers to voice them. Yeah. It would be nice if they It would be good. Yeah. Uh, the Hemsworths. The Hemsworth, the, the Trump boys. <laughs> Get Eric and Don Jr. in there. Uh, and I think they'd actually probably be pretty good at They like, probably would. You know what? This is the thing. Like, if, if they caught them during the apprentice days, yeah, everybody no would have been charmed by this. Like, yeah. oh, those lovable uh, boardroom mm-hmm. doofs. <laughs> yeah. The real life Hammer Brothers. Yeah. Um, but Super Mario Brothers 3. Do you remember when uh, uh, the movie The Wizard came out? Tom, do I remember The Wizard starring Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Did I see it opening weekend and get a special issue of Nintendo Power at the South Bay Cinemas? I sure did. Um, do you still have that Nintendo Power? No, of course probably, not. Probably you could pay your son's college with Tom, that now. You, you, people always say that about that stuff. <laughs> like, look out, like, I'll go on eBay at the mm-hmm. break. I'm sure that thing is selling for two ninety nine. What if it's selling for, like, $50,000? Um, I'd be, like... Will you walk away from doing the rest of the episode? <laughs> would you like me to? Is this... <laughs> what if it's selling for $5 million? It's the yeah. Holy Grail. The thing is, mm-hmm. that's not even so. You know when you'd get like a promotional item, yeah, and it would like be like you could remember it's in your room for years after mm-hmm. when you were a yeah, kid. Yeah. And like this, I don't know that it made it out of the theater. Was it with a me. full issue of Nintendo? No, it's kind of like a mini. Yeah, like okay. it wasn't even a full like yeah, probably page. Make it, size. Probably make it more valuable. Right yeah. with the fortune. Yeah, that might have just wound up on the floor of the yeah the, the movie theater. How have you saw recently like a uh, sealed first generation iPhone sold at auction for like I want to say like sixty thousand dollars or something crazy, yeah. and it's like all right, that came out what sixteen years ago? Okay, it's like. There have to be some out there of people that bought them or stores that had them and just never like there's and I feel like actually that did happen. Like then like that story became big. So people are like, oh, I'm going to go look at my closet. And a bunch of people found yeah. theirs. And so now, now they're like back down to like three hundred dollars. <laughs> now they're <laughs> and back that down one to guy. being worthless. Yeah. Um, no, but they like did an x-ray to make sure it was inside the box and everything. 
I don't know. It's also weird to buy something sealed and be like, great, and now I'm going to keep that sealed. I don't understand collecting anything. I understand collecting things to like have them and look at them. I mean, I guess I even understand collecting to like make money to be like a dealer or whatever. Yeah, but, but then like that whole economy I don't understand. It's yeah. like, oh, now it's worth something and I can sell it to somebody else who will then, you know, obtain it so they can sell it to somebody <laughs> else it just seems uh well and all this stuff is just worth whatever somebody decides it's worth yeah. like it, there's no real rhyme or reason to it uh if so like especially in video games there are plenty of like very rare things but it's like yeah but nobody wants that yeah but then there are actually now i'm thinking about it, there are some rare things where it's like this is one of the worst video games ever made but they only made 200 copies, so they're worth $100,000 each. Right. But, like, my thing is, like, when you actually go and try to cash in on this, mm-hmm. who's the buyer on the other side? I think a lot of times, I think with, like, collectible video games, certainly, and, and I'm sure there's a case with, like, baseball cards mm-hmm. and uh, uh, comic books and stuff, that it's people with people who have made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. as adults that are like, I want to reacquire something I had. I made all this money and it didn't make me happy. <laughs> maybe acquiring the thing that I desperately wanted as a child, maybe that's what's wrong. And once I acquire that, it'll make that me will, happy. Yeah. Or I had it as a child, but I lost it or lent it to somebody or sold it. And now if I get it back, that will finally make me happy. Right. Well, so it's just an economy of sad. Well, I, honestly, I, mean, I though, guess that's I, everything. I think also with like video game collectibles, like it is not a bad investment. Like, I, of course, there are certain things that are like if something's crazy expensive, it's could be stupid. But I think there are a lot of people that's that have kind of started to invest in collectible video games because they they see how much prices have gone up and they're thinking, well, they'll, you know, keep going up. And some of them I'm sure will. Yeah. Again, it seems uh, silly. Tom, I found mm-hmm. on eBay. Okay. The Nintendo Power, the Wizard Movie Mini Magazine. Um, You know what it's, it's, it's called? It's not called Nintendo Power. What's it called? Wizard Power? No. Savage Power? No, it's something, it's it's a magazine that, I think they repurposed you. You now subscribe to Penthouse it. Penthouse power, pocket power. <laughs> oh, pocket power. Um, selling for buy it now. Mm-hmm. Sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Nice. Don't be that guy. What? Come I, on. What? It is nice. It's a nice seventy dollars and no bites. Wow. I do not regret. Press leaving the, it. Press the buy it now button. Come okay, on. let's see what happens. <laughs> you- this episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever, uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big, uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's, uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just, uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com 
slash complete guide. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like forgetting to mute yourself on Zoom and everyone hears you uh, tr- uh, trash talking your coworkers and farting and uh, pooping in the bathroom. What do you do on Zoom meetings, Tom? It may just be a bit of harmless banter, but what happens if your boss overhears you talking about his receding hairline? Uh, uh, my get in my office! <laughs> I've told you not to do that! Reynolds, have you been talking about my hairline? Internet service providers... Like my wife... Internet service providers know every single website you visit, and ISPs can and do sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who use your data to target you. Yeah, you ever wonder why you're like, oh, I was looking on this on uh, you know, uh, Twitter. Why am I getting Facebook ads? Because the ISPs are selling you out, baby. ExpressVPN reroutes your network traffic through a secure encrypted tunnel so your ISP can't see or sell your online activity. So simple to use. You fire up the app and you click one button. It doesn't get any easier than that. Rated number one by CNET and TechRadar. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone can share your Wi-Fi. Everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. Tim, I use ExpressVPN all the time. Wherever I'm, even when I'm connected at home. You never know. I don't want my ISP knowing anything about me. Agreed. They're a bunch of scoundrels if you ask me. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com slash guide today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash guide. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash guide. All right. So we were talking about the wizard movie and that was a big deal because it showed off Super Mario Brothers 3 for the first time. Yeah, before it even came out. Before it came out. So you could go see a movie that had clips of the game, but... The Super Mario Brothers 3 game appeared in our local Bennigan's before it had officially come out. Uh, they had one of those. How much time did you spend at Bennigan's when you were 11 years old? Well, I mean, enough that I only need to be there once to see this game. They had one of those like uh, Nintendo Play Choice. Remember those? Like the arcade systems, but it was just a Nintendo. And you could like pick the game you want to play. No, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> they thought... had them in the arcades, and it was like a big, you know, it was like a regular size arcade machine. Right. It was basically like, oh, we got ten Nintendo games in here. You get a time limit, and you can just, uh, you know, go ahead and play okay. whatever game. Yeah, I don't doubt that they existed. They had one at Bennigan's that was a bar top version, which mm-hmm. is awesome. I'm gonna look yeah. into how much one of those costs. But they had Super Mario Brothers 3, and it wasn't out yet, and the fucking controller wouldn't work. I couldn't get it to start. Uh, do you think it was just a prank? No, because the were, game, uh, I could physically... Being punked? I could physically... Was Ashton Kutcher at, at the I could Benigans. physically see the cartridge, and the game was running on the screen. It was just like the start button was broken. It was a cruel irony. Do you remember... Mm-hmm. In our group of friends, but like not us, like a certain wing of our group of friends uh, mm-hmm. became obsessed with photo hunt. At oh, bars, yeah. Like the bar uh-huh. top and they'd always play the erotic photo hunt. Well, that's the one you got to play. Yeah, but they would like I just remember being like, hey, <laughs> Saturday afternoon in like 2006 <laughs> being like, hey, we're going to go down to the like dive bar and play photo hunt for a while. It's like. I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. I do remember friends of ours, like, getting real into Photo Hunt, yeah. where it's like, you know, there's, like, Highlights Magazine has this yeah. game every month, And I know guys. they're, like, pictures from Playboy in 1987, <laughs> right. but, like... Yeah, I mean, at this point, we were old enough to drink. The internet had progressed to the point yeah. where pornography was not uh, something you had to go to a bar <laughs> and play a game to see anymore. Yeah. Well, to each to each their own. Um the one thing that I want to I want to I want to point out this film flub in okay. The Wizard. So the little boy is in the 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 Nintendo Savant. Yeah, yeah. Is playing Super Mario three, 
I know what you're going to say. Uh-huh. It's a competition. It's a Nintendo competition. Yeah. They're, they're, All the people are. And they announce, okay, for the finals, right? Here's who's yeah. progressing to the finals. A new game. A new game, Super Mario 3. We're going to take a break and come back and then play it. And then they cut to Jenny Lewis outside, who's uh-huh. uh, this young man's companion to this. And she's like, a new game? A new game? They can't do this to him? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they cut back in. It's happening. Mm-hmm. They're playing the game, and she's shouting tips like, "If if you Get fly up here, yeah. there's there's a secret up here." And like to kids, to to me, I was like, "Oh, now I know the first secret." Um, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, Easter it made egg the game you. sound more exciting. Like there are secrets in this game. But how the hell did Jenny Lewis know? She had some kind of in with the with the judges or that something that we didn't some, see yeah, so we saw cut. her belly aching about this and then she was like yeah actually i got a plan yeah and then she like went up to a uh, one of the judges and was like boy i bet your wife sure would like to know about who you've been spending all your time with saturday nights and he's right. like oh there's a warp whistle in level one three yeah. just annoyed me please just don't tell my wife Took me out of it. It did. Distracted me to the point that I dropped my pocket power <laughs> uh-huh. Nintendo Power magazine commemorative wizard edition on the floor. Yeah. And uh, now I'm out 70 bucks <laughs> 30 years later. Um, so that was exciting, of course, when that came out. But more exciting was the Super Mario Brothers movie starring Bob Hoskins yeah. and John Leguizamo. Did you see that in the theater? I don't think so i don't remember that much enthusiasm in my camp about it yeah because i remember like when i first heard about it and i think they like put out it was one of those things where they put the poster out like they had signed the deal and it was like we'll figure out how to make the movie later but put the poster out right away and it was like oh this looks sick it's it's a live action mario brothers but i think even as a kid i was thinking Man, not a lot of story to Mario Brothers. It's going to be hard to stretch out into a feature-length film. This was a cool time where, like, they didn't know what to do with stuff. They didn't yeah. They didn't think to be like, let's just, like, make it colorful and uh-huh. recreate it and, like, and yeah. use the music. And mm-hmm. you know, they're like, let's make it really weird. I yeah. think that's the only option here. And that's what they kind of did with batman in 1989 and it kind of worked right yeah where they were yeah. like let's have the joker like dance around to prince songs and stuff right let's and make them really over the top yeah and, and uh i just i i i like those movies i think more let, than i like let's get let's get prince to write a few original songs for this too yeah which is really cool yeah the bat dance yeah and let's get mr mom to play batman <laughs> yeah um yeah it, they they didn't seem to know what they were doing. It sounds like uh, Bob Hoskins, like a kid, kid or kids, told him to do it, or at least that was the story he told. I'm sure it was also like the check <laughs> cleared. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that he was probably well compensated for that movie. Um, somebody had posted recently on I think like Twitter uh, photos of the sets from that movie, and the sets are awesome looking and it and it when you look at them it makes you very uh wistful for when they would build real sets yeah where even the background is a matte painting instead of uh, a green screen so like when you're on set it's like oh shit like this is everything's in camera you know yeah. for the most part i think maybe there were like a handful of little you know special effects yeah. like electrocution or whatever yeah i just remember seeing the trailer or seeing a commercial for it on TV uh-huh. and being like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. It's not Mario Brothers. I don't need to see this. And I just never saw it. Yeah. And I I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I love that. Like, uh-huh. I love the lore of Super Mario. I'm shitting on the, the, the fact that there's not much story, but I still loved... Uh, I think as a kid, I just really liked the lore. I really liked I the... I liked de- the pipes. I liked the design of everything. Like, yeah. Like, especially Super Mario Brothers 3 is when they really hit out of the park. It was just like everything's so cool looking, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. every nothing's been uh, just kind of like haphazardly, like, I eh, just put a 
backgrounds. Like everything had some design element to it. Yeah, that's what I think they seemingly got right with this uh, theme park at uh, yeah, yeah, Universal, Universal Studios Hollywood, where it's like uh, it's not going to have much to it, but it's going to be immersive <laughs> and like. All the design elements are gonna yeah, be Yeah, we're we're gonna get the yeah. colors right, we're gonna get the characters right, yeah. we're we're gonna take some two D characters and put them into three D, but it's still gonna look uh the same. Yeah. It just seems like a cool thing to walk around in. But like yeah. I saw videos from like a press yeah. preview. I'm sure when there's like forty times more people there, mm-hmm. it'll just be Yeah, bad. it seems like pretty tiny actually. Yeah. I would love to I would love to go see it. I'm not gonna plan a trip to do that, but like I figure I don't Let's know. Let's plan a trip to do it, Tom. No, because it seems too small. It seems like I don't know, it takes all and I, I feel like I saw one video it's also one of those things with all that new all those new rides and lands or whatever like when they came out like the Star Wars land a few years ago and people would pay exorbitant fees to go there it's still a theme park and it's still like oh yeah the new land we opened up with two new rides one of those rides is down today yeah <laughs> and like that's just there's nothing you can do about it oh you plan your whole vacation around this whoops it'll, ever- it'll be back up the day after you leave. <laughs> Have you ever been uh, to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? I have not. I haven't been to Universal Studios in a very long time. I went uh, in 2018. Wow, okay. Um, five years ago. Five years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. it was. We were in L.A. on our way to uh, Hawaii Hollywood. for our honeymoon. To make it um, big. And we're so it was technically our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, I really want to go on the Simpsons ride uh, to my wife, who does not care about the Simpsons. Yeah, I was like, uh, so we're gonna spend the, essentially the first day of our honeymoon at Universal Studios Hollywood, waiting nice. in line to go to the, the and, Simpsons. And and your ride. marriage is still going strong today. Yeah, thanks. She to, she likes the Simpsons. Yeah, well, maybe the ride scared her enough that she was like, man, all right, I'll. It, it like in a way traumatized her so that now she's like, I'm going to stay with this man. Okay. <laughs> Interesting well, theory look, you I got there. I can't pick apart the psychology of your wife, Tim, but if I had to hazard a guess, that's what happened. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, Tom. Um, apparently, during the making of Super Mario Brothers, the movie, uh, Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo were drunk like all the time. That would make sense. I would be if I were yeah. there. Yeah. Well, it also seems like the kind of movie where there was probably like a lot of downtime because the sets were so elaborate yeah. and there were like a lot of practical effects that uh, I could see it being like, yeah, uh, guys, it's going to be like three hours until we're ready for the next shot. The two of them are like, well, what the hell are we going to do? There's no phones yet. I mean, there are phones, but what are we going to do? Just call each other? Let's get uh, hammered. I mean, they could call their families. And it also seemed like the kind of movie where. Operator, get me Hoskins. The Hoskins household. It also seems like. I don't know. They didn't need to like really be on their game to act in that movie. Like they're both good actors that can phone in being Mario and Luigi and it'd be fine. John Leguizamo rules. He's great. I love John Leguizamo. I watched, uh, well, I've been rewatching the John Wick movies in anticipation of seeing the fourth one, which I still haven't gone to see. But uh, uh, John Leguizamo's in at least the first two. And uh, he's very good in the first one. He slaps a guy. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I am yeah, a you would like busy. it. Well, it wasn't for all the gun violence. I'd, or maybe I'd he like punches him. him. I, he slaps or punches. He hits him. Hmm. And in a movie where 500 people get shot in the head. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice little piece of slapstick. <laughs> um, all right. Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, let me tell you about the first Super Mario Brothers game I own, Tim. Super Mario Land for the Game Boy. Oh. Yeah. And I love that game. And it wasn't... I played that game so many times. Wait, you didn't have... I didn't have a Nintendo. 
You, did you have a Super Nintendo? I got a Super Nintendo, but that was that was later. That was after I had a Game Boy. Ah. Like, I got a Game Boy, and the first game I bought was Super Mario Land. Of course. Yeah. Did it come with it? No, it came, came, it came with, with Tetris. Tetris. came with Tetris. I, and I watched a Tetris movie the other night. How was that? Uh, it was good. Like, uh, It seems like that would have been like a TV movie. I mean, it know, is. 30 years ago. <laughs> it's on yeah. Apple TV. But I feel like it would have been like uh, ABC Sweeps Week. Yeah. Thing. It is. It's like uh, the night after uh, Stephen King's version of The Shining, where Stephen King was like, "I'll make a version." (laughs) Twenty years later, it'll be just as good, or if not better than. Well, get somebody from Wings to play the the uh, the guy, whatever his name is, Danny Jack Jack Torrance. Is that uh, Danny Torrance is the kid? Yeah, Red Rum. That was played by. the Olsen twins. It wasn't played by the Olsen twins. Um, they cut their hair real short. The Tetris movie, it was good, but it was like one of those uh, movies. It was like a thriller kind of, so it was kind of fun. Like It was definitely a lot more fun than you would think a movie called Tetris would be. Tom, did it have, was it a lot more fun than it had any right to be? <laughs> no, because Tetris is fun. Yeah, Tetris I don't know. I don't know. Game. I hate when people say that. It's yeah. like, oh, it was much better than it had any right to be. What does that mean? Just something maybe that Give you have very low right. expectations for. Yeah. And and your like expectations are out of whack. Well, Tim, some people like to walk around thinking about what how much fun everything has a right to be. And if something exceeds Freaking that, they're fun happy. police, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fun sick. police. Um it was good, but it was definitely one of those uh, movies where the whole time you're watching it, you're like, this part didn't happen. There's no way it happened yeah. this way. And then you look it up afterwards. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it didn't happen this yeah. way. And even that, there's like a part in it where so like the movie's basically about the he's Dutch, but grew up in America uh, and then was living in Japan. Businessman Tetris? No, the businessman that like licensed Tetris, uh, basically. Um, but there's like a scene where he goes to Nintendo. There's like a few scenes with Nintendo, and he goes to Nintendo headquarters, and they're like, "What we're about to show you, only like four people in the world have seen." And they take the cloak off, and it's a Game Boy running Super Mario Land. And I'm looking at this going, that Game Boy looks like a production Game Boy. (laughs) How did only four people see it? And how is it running like a finished version of Super Mario Land? Tom. But they they don't have the rights for Tetris yet, let alone even made the game. Right. You're you're missing the point of things. (laughs) Well, and then there's like a car chase and that didn't happen. Yeah. But it was a good movie. It was fun. Like, I like... like Cold War thrillers. That's that's me now. You ever see uh, Bridge of Spies? No, I haven't Ooh. seen many Cold War thrillers. By Tom like Hanks, you know, uh, semi recent Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, um, with a script that was punched up by the Coen Brothers. Oh, it's good, good flick, Tom. Yeah, I, I have to watch that sometimes. I've been trying to watch like uh, not old movies, but like not new movies. Like, kind of trying to be like, you know what? I never saw this movie. Let's watch this movie tonight. You know what I watched for the first time last week? What's that? Goodfellas. You'd never seen Goodfellas before? You know what they ought to call that movie? Badfellas. Good movie. Good movies. Good movie. Badfellas. Badfellas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what did you think of it? Um, I liked the glorification of <laughs> mafia life, and now I want to be a, a criminal. Oh, Tim, I, I, you took the wrong message away from that movie. I think didn't you? Didn't you see how everything ended for him? I fell asleep. <laughs> Presumably, he retired, happy, and <laughs> yeah, that's how things wind up for people, right? Yeah. I mean, I told you. I think I may, may have even mentioned on this podcast. Like, I watched Chinatown recently. Oh, because I was like, I've never right? seen Chinatown. All I know is, forget it. It's Chinatown. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, I doesn't even say it till the end. <laughs> uh, were you like, they've ripped off Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what finally got me to watch it because I saw somebody say, like, how did I not realize that this movie is just Roger Rabbit? It's like beat for beat, exactly Roger Rabbit. So I kind of liked it in that way, like uh, imagining it as like a, like a gritty Roger Rabbit reboot. Um. 
All right, we talked about uh, Super Mario Land. Okay, now let's talk about Super Mario World, Tim. Do you remember when that came out? That came out with the Super Nintendo at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And, and that did come. The Mario games, well, I guess it was really just like Nintendo and Super Nintendo. They both came with Mario games as pack-in games. Right. Uh, they don't really do pack-in games anymore. No? Eh, everything's changed. Everything's different. Everything's stupid. Well, because there are also just like game, like the most popular games in the world are free. Like, uh, you know, like Fortnite and, and yeah. things like that. Really? Fortnite's free? Yeah. Huh. Free to play. Not free to dress up like... Uh, Peter Pan. Like Peter Pan or whatever. I don't think they have a Peter Pan costume Why not? in that, actually. Probably because they would have to do the Disney version. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't, I don't keep track of every Fortnite skin. What do you mean the Disney version? Like the Isn't like the green all green? Isn't that the Disney... Make it like a greenish brown. Yeah. I've seen stage productions that have not been uh, Disney. <laughs> How many stage productions of Peter Pan have you seen? I don't know, like seven or if, eight. If, if you had seen, if you're like, oh, 23 different stage productions, it's like, oh, you're that kind of weird man. <laughs> no, I don't even really every know what the story pa- of Peter every Pan Every time is. you're passing through a town and they've got like this. A grade school production. <laughs> All right, we're going to see it. Would you ever go and see a school production of a... That I didn't have a child in? Yeah, or like know a child? No, I think that's... Because like if, you know, in a few years... Because if I If did my that, son is I in like ex- a school play, I'd be like, Tom, come check it out. Oh, hey. but then I would know that child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah. But I think if you did that without knowing any children, like... I would get a tap on my shoulder. I'm like, oh, there's the cops before <laughs> they even along, turn sir, yeah. <laughs> um, But Super Mario Brothers World, Super Mario World, they got rid of the brothers for yeah. Super Mario World. Um, Luigi was pissed. Yeah. But I remember that game. Luigi's like, you cut me out of the deal. <laughs> that game, uh, I remember it came out. I feel like this. There is this scummy video rental store in the mall, and they had—I forget what they were called—but they got games from Japan, right. which was crazy. They had the Batman Genesis game from Japan, which didn't come out in the U.S., which is nuts. Why didn't it come, Batman? Right. And it was like the uh, like uh, the the Batman nineteen eighty nine movie, right. like that version of Batman. And the, when you rented the cartridge, they just like shaved down the plastic so it would fit in a Genesis because like the cartridges were different to right. uh, try and keep you from uh, switching them around. Right. But anyway, they had, a, they had a Super Nintendo early, a Super Famicom, and they had this game and they just had it out running and you could play it. And I remember like playing it and jumping on Yoshi and being like having my mind blown. This was the introduction of our green little friend, yeah, Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah, let's With... talk about the characters for a minute. So you got yeah. Mario. We have like literally a minute. <laughs> Mario. Mario's he's he's kind of a dud, right? He's milk toast. He's all right. He's supposed to be. I've always been a Luigi guy. He can jump farther. He can jump farther. But with less precision. Less, yeah, he's like a little slipperier, yeah. and he's uh, very easily afraid of things. Yeah. But that's what I identify with. I mean, that's that's less in the, the mainline series and more in the Luigi's Mansion series. That he's afraid of things? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But that's like kind of carried over to everything. Okay. I think they're just like skinny, tall, skinny guys are afraid of things. Yeah. Uh, Toad. I never understood Toad's deal. Yeah. He's a mushroom guy. Uh-huh. Not a toad at all. No, but toadstool. Oh, right. Usually so it was the his... toadstool kingdom. What does he do? Was he was he a playable character in No, cuz remember he was yeah, he was playable in 2. He was strong. Okay. So I know he could pull My brother always uh chose him in Mario Kart. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what his deal was in Mario Kart, but I know in Mario Two he could pull the pull things up faster, mm-hmm. maybe throw them further. I could be wrong about that, but he was slower. Huh. Um, so he was like kind of like a stout guy. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, in Mario, remember in Mario three, he's like, uh, you go to his house and you play uh, the card game yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, say he's in three. Yeah, I just don't understand like what his deal why was. He's... Oh no, I think he's like he was like the king. Why he the is. king's right hand man? Right. You know, the princess's father. Okay. Because in three, when you like free the kingdoms, Toad's there. Right. I don't think I got that far. <laughs> uh, so that's Toad. Princess Princess Toad School, a.k.a. now Princess Peach, because that's right. a way better name, Peach, than Toad School. <laughs> like, how do we sell more uh, princess toys to little girls? <laughs> well, maybe we should make her name not sound like a gross Frog and shit. Those two words together. We should make it something nice like peaches. Toad is a gross frog. <laughs> Toads are grosser than frogs, right? Yeah, when you hear the word stool, you think of shit. You don't think yeah. of a stool, like a bar stool? I think, I think that means princess frog shit. <laughs> That's what I hear when I hear toadstool. All right. So they change her to Peach. Yeah. I like playing as her in Super Mario too. I like being able to float. Yeah, I don't know. she was the know. weakest. She she took the longest to pull things up. Right. I don't know what the object of the game. <laughs> Apparently, you needed to pull things up. Yeah, you pulled up the the vegetables to throw it, guys. Uh, not familiar with the game. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was the game. <laughs> uh, but I was like Princess Peach. Yeah. Okay. She. Uh, so the main crux of these are. Bowser, mm-hmm. the main villain. Yeah. A big. I thought you were going to say the maniac. <laughs> spiky dinosaur guy with mm-hmm. a shell. Yeah, he's like kind of a <laughs> mutant frog, a mutant turtle kind of guy. His name is Bowser, but it's also King Koopa for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to marry Princess Toadstool slash Peach. Yes. So he's always trying to kidnap her. He always is kidnapping her. Yeah. And uh, Mario and Luigi have to go save her. Yeah. She's the damsel in distress. eh, I mean, I was going to say, like, it's not Luigi's problem, but I guess, you know, it's his brother. He probably doesn't know anybody else in that realm. So Yeah, if we were in a realm together. Yeah, Yeah, I'd give you you a hand. Yeah, exactly. If if you were in love with somebody and... uh... Yeah, if, like, a big monster stole my wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, we're in this realm anyway. Tom, could you come? Like, what, are you going to wait here? Yeah, where are you going to hang out with Toadstool? And And you can can get a turn every other... Every time I die. Yeah, and I I have a little bit of a different outfit. Um, I, I... Yeah, again, I was like... Apparently... The idea for Luigi or the idea for like his colors is that so the first Super Mario Brothers, Mario is his uh, like overalls are red. Right. They changed that afterwards to make it blue and he's wearing like a red shirt. Right. But they were worried in the 80s that like Americans in particular would be like, he's a commie because he's wearing Uh, red. So they designed Luigi and they were like, well, let's make it a green guy. And then I guess somebody was like, people are not going to buy this because the guy's wearing red pants. Like yeah, Santa then, Claus was still uh, his 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 reign was yeah. running strong at that time. Right. Exactly. And uh, but I mean, at the time also is probably like, look, making that little like 16 pixel by maybe not even maybe like eight pixel by eight pixel sprite. Changing that from red to green took six man months to do. <laughs> so we're not going to just throw all this out now. Um, so, yeah, you've got... Oh, well, now let's get into some of the stranger guys, like Wario. Wario is the bad Mario. Yeah, and but we call it, Why don't we call Wario? Exactly. Wait. Which one? Mario. Wario. 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 I feel like that's the way he says it, maybe. Wario. 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 Okay. Yeah. Waluigi. I love that it's just Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Not Waiigi or something. Mm-hmm. Waluigi. Apparently, that has something to do with, uh, like, in Japanese, that means it's like a... Uh, like. Not a double entendre, but, like, it. it's like, oh, it's a funny it's clever word. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom, he, what? This is why the Japanese are eating our lunch. <laughs> exactly. 
Efficiency is what they're all about. Yeah. They're they're getting the they're uh, like, my company's getting bought by the Japanese. That means downsizing. <laughs> right? Remember nineteen ninety three? Oh boy, <laughs> the Japanese are coming in to gut my company. Yeah, they're gonna downsize us. <laughs> If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links, our subreddit, our Discord. Come hang out in those. They're fun places. Uh, and you can also find our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, where you get episodes of books, the podcast. Tim, you were alerting me that there's over 40 episodes, 40 books. Rather. Yeah, we've read each. Each book is multiple episodes. Yeah, we've read over 40 books. That's more than you'll find in any library. Yeah, I defy you to find more than 40 books in one place uh, for only $5 a month. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Tom, I feel like you want to talk about... So We've gotten up to 1992. <laughs> I know. I haven't even gotten to... Because I had written down all the mainstream, mainline Mario games. Remember when Super Mario All-Stars came out? That shit was awesome. For Super yeah. Nintendo, and that's when we finally got the quote-unquote lost level, Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, that was cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario, I never played this one. Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Oh, I remember hearing about it. it's like a Yoshi it. game. Oh, let me, all right. So it's weird because that, you're, you're Yoshi and you've got a baby Mario and you've got to protect the baby Mario. That's it's like a how. a Mandalorian it, situation. Yeah, that's how, like how the game works. But I distinctly remember as a child uh being told by somebody whose uncle worked at nintendo <laughs> that super mario brothers 4 was already out in japan right and you played as a baby mario and and th- i mean this was like a long time before this game came out yeah so maybe i, I he think did. it's just a coincidence nah, i think it might have been just some uh, you know fifth game grade. of telephone in fifth grade a girl mm-hmm. went with her dad to take your daughter to work day. Uh-huh. Her dad worked for ABC television. <laughs> she came back the next day. She's like, I can't, t- I'm not supposed to tell you this, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a Superman TV show. Oh, uh, sure Lois enough. And Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman premiered the next season. I think it probably wasn't a secret. <laughs> probably not. They've probably like already begun airing promos yeah. for it yeah. and stuff. Um, but sometimes what I'm saying is sometimes the, the playground Intel is good. Yeah, <laughs> you got I mean, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. But yeah, sometimes uh, broken clocks right twice a day. Um do we need to do a part two of this? Do we need to go through all the... Uh... Super Mario 2? <laughs> um, yeah, because we haven't even gotten to the 3D uh, realm. To... And I remember uh, Sean Rogers said this game, uh, Mario is Missing. Oh, yeah. He plays Luigi. Yeah, it was like an education. It was game. a learning game. A and there was a, there's all these like learning games that, that like Mario teaches typing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I looked it up, I think they said the current count is 231 Mario games. Sheesh. When you include, yeah, all those like wacky uh, different ones. Yeah. Well, sound off in the comments. You want us to do a part two to this. <laughs> um, also, please send in. Uh, problems for Tim and Tom solve your problems. We had to revive that yeah. uh, that segment, and also we want to do a whole e- episode with uh, Christine, Tim and Tom, and Christine. Yeah, solve your problems. And if you know who that is, why don't you you'll... catch up on the lore of <laughs> Complete Guide? Yeah, come on, it, it, we caught you up. It's on only the... fourteen years worth. We caught you up on all the lore for uh, Super Mario Brothers. The least you could do is catch up on all our lore. Catch up on the lore. Freaking lazy fucks. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.